But the reality is I still get miffed. I still get put out. I still sure. get really frustrated. And for years in our marriage, I wasn't patient. I wasn't kind. I wasn't right. understanding. I wasn't loving. I was rude and hurtful and short and snappy and offensive. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, how your husband should respond to being inconvenienced. Yes, this is a good one because inconveniencing is a thing for me. It is. It's a real thing. Yep. Here we go. Okay. Let's talk about what happened this weekend. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. This weekend, specifically Sunday. On Sunday. Yesterday. Yes. Yes. I got up and I was uh, heading down to church. So I jumped in the car and you were going to be going and running the Shamrock Shamrock Run Run. here in Portland. Yep. And it was a miserable, cold, dreary, terrible, horrible, normal Pacific Northwest kind of spring day. Yep. And so we left the house about the same time. I probably left a few minutes after you because I didn't have, I was going to a friend's house to uh, ride down with her, got to her house had to go up past it, pulled into someone's driveway, which was a little uphill, yep. and uh, went to reverse, and the car slipped into park. Instead of reverse. Instead of reverse, and wouldn't come out of park. Nope. At all. And I started to panic, and I said, wait, my husband always tells me everything can be fixed, yep. so no need to panic. Yep. So I pull and pull and pull as hard as I can, and I'm like, yeah, I don't want to break the transmission. So I turn, right. I turn the car off thinking maybe that'll help. Turn the car back on, can't get it out. I wiggle back and forth trying to move the car. Wish I could have seen you doing yeah, the shimmy, was, shimmy shake. That, that was been pretty funny. funny. That didn't work. I turn the car off again, turn it back on, move the tires in case the tires locked right. the steering wheel or tires locked something. Right. That didn't work. Nope. Uh, I got out and I pushed on the back of the car trying to wiggle things. This is a full-size Suburban, by the way, and (laughs) it's going uphill. It's not a car. It's a Suburban. I'm not so sure she moved it at all, but I appreciate the effort. I I probably didn't. (laughs) All I did was get my butt wet pushing on the car. Right. And at that point, I still had just gotten to my friend's house. I got there a few minutes early, so I hadn't let her know I was there yet. But you're blocking some poor guy's driveway. On on an early Sunday morning, on the weekend of the time change. Right. And so, yeah, I was like, just, I I just wanted out of their driveway, really. Right. And at that point, I was like, okay, I have to call my husband. I know he's headed to church where he has a job that he has to do, but I don't know what else to do. I've I've tried every possible thing that I could try. So I called Paul up and told him. Was your friend there yet with you or did you call me No, I called you first. And told you that I couldn't get the car out of the park and I was in a driveway two doors down from my friend's house, yep. which you only heard two doors down. You thought it was from our house. Correct. I thought you were still at the house here. And you were like, okay, I'll be there in a minute. So, and I was two minutes from church. I had made it all the way down all there. All the way down to Westland. And I basically just pulled off the freeway, turned around, got back on the freeway and drove all the way back home to come have to bail you out. Yes. And it's, again, all the way home. It's 12 minutes from our house to church and 12 minutes home. So we're not talking like a cross-country trek here. Let's be realistic about (laughs) the distance. But it's still 
massively inconvenient because I have to be there at a certain time. Right. I have people expecting me to do certain roles right. and the pressure of, I now have this thing that is keeping me from doing what I need to get done. From being responsible for... Correct. Yes. Is now kind of a pain in the butt. So I turn around, I get back on the freeway, I drive all the way home, you text me the address of where I'm going, and I finally get there and right. I show up. And in the meantime, I had called my friend up and I said, Tanya, just so you know, I'm two doors down from your house, stuck in your neighbor's driveway because yeah. my car won't come out of park. Yeah. So she comes out. She asked me, did you do this? Did you do that? Yeah. Like a good friend. She says, let me try. So I get out like and she tries. She couldn't do it. Uh, she goes and knocks on the neighbor's door, tries to tell them why we're stuck yeah. there. And so about the time you pulled up, we had just started looking on YouTube the for all, videos all on how YouTube. to find... Or how fix to fix our car. Yeah. And then you showed up. And then I showed up. And yes. when I get there, I get into the driver's seat and your friend Tanya is sitting in the passenger seat and she's telling me, here's what we tried, here's what we tried, here's what we tried. And how long did it take me to fix the car? All of three minutes. No, no, no. How long did it take me to fix the car? 30 seconds. Did it, <laughs> was, was it, it was that three... fast? Oh, it felt like it was longer than that. But... I just grabbed the gear shift and I pulled a little harder than you did. And it a little right... harder, a whole lot harder. It popped out of park. It went into reverse and the car is just fine. And I back out and I pull into where it needs to go. You're looking at me going, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. And I get in the car and... You gave me a kiss. kiss. You said, have a great day. Have fun See you later. Run. I get in the car and I drive all back to work. Yes. And I don't think about it. And then what happened? And then I get into the car and put it where it needs to be, park it mm -hmm. in front of Tanya's house. And we're talking. There's no way we could have gotten downtown to our run. So we skipped the run and went to breakfast. Yeah. But on our way to breakfast, Tanya says to me something along the lines of, man, I'm just so impressed with how your husband handled that. He just said he came and he fixed it. And he just said, have a great day. I love you, dear. And gave you a kiss. And off he went. And she just had this bewildered look on her face because it would have been so, so easy for you to come and just be so frustrated mm -hmm. and take it out and just huffy and passive aggressive mm -hmm. or any of those things or just be irritated that you had to come out of your way mm -hmm. to fix something that fixed so super easy. Yeah. Nothing was broken. You just didn't do it hard enough or weren't able to get it out of gear because you were afraid of pulling too hard. Yeah, I was afraid that yeah. if I pulled any harder, I'd break it. Yeah. So more. <laughs> that makes me feel good. As you tell this story, I am glad that your friend appreciated our interaction. Right. That actually is something that's really important to me. Uh, if we can't model what we're talking about here on this podcast in our everyday, day to day lives, even under pressure, even under all of this stuff, then we probably shouldn't be doing this podcast. Right. We probably shouldn't be doing this unless we're living out what we're talking about. And I didn't know this whole conversation happened. I was gone. This was a conversation between you and right. her. How did it feel when she said something like that? It was just really nice to know that people notice yeah. when you live, I guess, unconventionally. Yeah. We were just being ourselves yeah. and doing what we do. Yeah. And that for us is normal. Right. But to someone else who hasn't experienced that, to see that modeled and to, yeah. I don't know if she's experienced that or not, but obviously something about it was different for yeah. her, caught her attention yeah. that she would bring that up to me. And it just was really nice to know that the hard work that we have put in shows up for other people and can be an example for other people. And I don't know. I, it just makes me feel good. Yeah. The first feeling I have after, again, being proud of us is it's a shame. It's really disappointing that 
something that is so benign, so so what should be normal. Right. A husband treating a wife with kindness and patience and grace and understanding and love and gentleness, that that is so out of the norm that someone goes, oh my gosh, that was so weird. It's rare to see that. Right. And I wish it wasn't true, but it's true. And I wish it wasn't true for me, but there has been years when I wasn't that patient, sure. when I wasn't that kind, when I wasn't that understanding. And that really did bother me. It inconvenienced me. <laughs> right. And that's one of the worst things that can happen both to me and that I'm afraid is going to, I'm going to make someone else be inconvenienced. So I'm actually very sensitive to that. Sure. And you'd think I'd be more gracious around other people inconveniencing me because I don't want to be treated badly if I can inconvenience other people. But the reality is I still get miffed. I still get put out. I still get really frustrated. And for years in our marriage, I wasn't patient. I wasn't kind. I wasn't understanding. I wasn't loving. I was rude and hurtful and short and snappy and offensive. Right. What's interesting to me that you said is you came, you took care of it, gave me a kiss, you went on your way and you didn't think about it again. Yeah. There was still a little bit of that lingering feeling Uh and underneath going, is he frustrated that he had to come all the way back? Now, you didn't treat me that way. You didn't give me any indication that that would be the case. And obviously that wasn't coming out of you at all because my friend didn't notice that or sense that at all. But that's just that little piece in me that's still from early experience in our marriage that comes up. Now, I know how not to react to that and respond to that when it's sitting in there and feeling, you haven't done anything that I need to ask. Are you irritated? Are you frustrated? It just, we never brought it up again. Uh, You got home. I said, thanks for coming, bailing me out because I loved you for that. I have had to learn how to give you the benefit of the doubt. You aren't trying to actually inconvenience me on (laughs) purpose. And you're not a dumb woman. You are relatively smart. You know how to operate a car. Right, you, exactly. You, can, you drive that thing all the time. You are a competent, capable driver. And I have to be able to recognize the intent behind the action, even though the solution was actually your fault. You just didn't pull hard enough, whether right. it's because you don't have the muscles or you just were too too timid. Or Right, if I had known that it was a pin. Exactly. And it was just you pinched. Just reefed yes, on it. I would you could have reefed. just yanked yes, on it exactly. and wouldn't have been afraid. But you shouldn't have to know how a transmission works <laughs> right. for you to drive our car. <laughs> and so it's appropriate, it's important for me to be able to give you the benefit of the doubt and go, yes, you did inconvenience me. Yes, it was your fault. Yes, you could have solved it. I didn't have to drive all the way out of my way to solve your problem for you. But your heart was still in the right place. You didn't right. want to break the car even more. Right. Thank you, by the way. <laughs> Transmissions are expensive. So thank you for being more cautious than cavalier, than being about. Yeah, reckless. That's the word. You're being more cautious than reckless. So I appreciate that. And I'd rather drive 24 minutes, you know, here and back out of my way than $1,500, $2,000 in a new transmission. Right. I'll make that deal any day of the week. And so I have to learn how to get my brain into the right mental space to to see your intention, to give you the benefit of the doubt. And again, I've had to learn how to do that because I sucked at it for years and years and years and years and years and years and years. Yeah. And I'm glad that I'm better at it now, but I'm not perfect. I am nowhere near perfect. I still get kind of miffed by the stupidest, littlest things. And I'm embarrassed by that. I wish I had this all figured out, but I'm still growing. 
I think I've improved by about 12 percent. I think and I'd I've give you a little bit more than 12. 78 more percent to go. No, I think it's a little higher than that. Okay, well, I'm glad that your friend thought this was a positive exchange. I'm glad it was a positive exchange yeah. for us. I'm thankful that this doesn't ruin our day like it could have been right. years ago. And I'm glad we didn't blow up our transmission. Me Thank you. too. That's that's deeply appreciated. And it worked out. I didn't have to get all wet and cold. Yeah. And yeah, breakfast at Dean's was a lot was, better than breakfast and and blessed. chatting was yeah. a lot better than being yeah. cold and wet for a couple of yeah. hours. So you broke the car here. <laughs> air quotes. I think you're just trying to get out of the run and go to breakfast, and it worked. No, your no. plan worked well. <laughs> your nefarious plan. Yeah, my nefarious plan. Yeah. No, it wasn't nefarious. If this whole scenario, if this idea of benefit of the doubt, of learning how to be patient, learning how to be gracious, that's one of the six parts of the secure marriage framework. If you're going, wow, this is a whole new idea, and I would love it if that's how some of these things would play out in our relationship, and you're going, I want to learn more. I want to figure out how that looks and how I can start to do that with my husband or my wife in some way. We've created an online workshop. That is available at securemarriage.com. <laughs> Top right is, what are you giggling at? Just a little slow on your little grammar thing there. Sorry. <laughs> Catching up. I'm two paragraphs ahead here, woman. Keep up with me. <laughs> if you're interested, Top right corner of securemarriage.com, big button that says online workshop. You can click on that and you can sign up and take the online workshop. It is uh, many hours of short videos, yeah. not long videos, okay, five, seven minute videos that you can digest. You can go through it at your own pace and you can hunt and pick through the things that would work best for you. Exactly. Uh, if this, again, topic sounds interesting, you start in the grace section of that. And you can learn how this looks, how it plays out in your lives. There's worksheets to do. There's funny videos. Homework. We have, there's editing. Um, we edited in some bloopers. If oh, you yeah. want to see Shannon be as Shannony as she can be. <laughs> holy smokes, these videos can be fun. But we've built them so that you don't have to stay stuck. You don't have to feel like your marriage is hopeless or frustrating anymore. Right. And that even if it's not perfect yet, that you can have your marriage become better and better and better and better and better and better and better over time. Yes. And eventually you can end up having a secure marriage. Yeah. It's a good name for a, you know, organization and for a program and for a thing. Yep. Anyway, that's why we built it. We'd love for you to sign up for that and to try it out and then let us know how it goes. We'd yeah. love to hear a success story and find out there's one more couple out there that is actually trying their hardest to have a secure marriage. Yeah. So that we're not the only ones. Yep. Anyway, I think that's it for today. I think so. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let me get my phone because... Why? we got to get a title. Where are you going? Oh, I forgot about the title. Yes. Come back, honey. How to impress all your friends. How your husband can impress all your friends. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um...